Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how are we doing? Do, uh, not, not great. <laughs> <laughs> and to the left of me is announcer Elliot Dagan. Hey, yeah, doing the same. Yeah, and the reason why we're not doing so hot tonight is because right before the show, Buck works for the Grilled Cheese Truck, which is oh, a yes. famous food truck in Los Angeles. Oh, oh, worldwide. Oh, boy. Famous worldwide. Famous worldwide grilled oh, yes, cheese truck. Yes. And they have a special item on the food menu, which is, explain it, Buck. Well, it is called I'm Sorry Sauce for a reason. And oh, it is very, it's it's extract of ghost chili and different chilies like that. Basically anything that um, you've ever had probably isn't as hot as it because literally your mouth's still feeling it, right? You're still feeling the burn. Yeah, and I had it about 10 minutes ago. And the right. ghost chili is hotter than the habanero. Like the ghost chili, like... When I hit the can, like tomorrow morning at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to, there's going to be, my baby's going to be like, are you crying in there? Right. <laughs> there, are re- there are repercussions from this, yes. Ugh. But there are things called Skogel units, and I think it's in the like hundreds or something like that. It's, it's, or, it's a, it's a lot of fucking Skogel units. It's hitting my, like, my tongue hurts, but now it's starting to it's ease numb. its way into my belly. Mm, all right. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm drunk not because of a numb tongue, but uh, uh, numb tongue. <laughs> that, that sounds like a, a tribe in Cambodia, the Num Tongue, <laughs> or, or possibly a sex maneuver. But Buck gave us grilled cheese uh, that we dipped in this ghost chili sauce. And before Elliot ate it, Elliot ate it first, and Buck goes, what, what's the sauce called again? Yeah, it's I'm sorry. And that's the thing. Elliot kept shooting me a look like, dude, what the fuck did you give me? And I, I had to keep reciprocating the, I apologize, I'm sorry. Look, that's why it's called that. Yes. It's called the yes, I'm sorry sauce. Yeah, it's I'm sorry sauce, yes. This I wouldn't give to my worst of enemies. <laughs> and when people order this, like I was saying, we basically yeah. make them eat it in front of everyone. Like if someone orders it, it's never had before, we give them like a tater tot and have them dip it in and eat it in front of everyone so they can experience it. Yeah. Like I feel like someone put Novocaine on my tongue. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I love hot things and I saw it and it's orange and I'm like, habanero, all right, no problem. Uh, this was definitely an experience I was not ready for. It's good. <laughs> it's got a hell of a kick and it's still burning like a motherfucker. I feel yeah. like the way this works in the intestine is like if you know if if you have a public transit system in your city and let's say one of the trains is late, sure. they run another train behind it that <laughs> gets there faster. Swoop right? it through, yeah. Yeah, like like the A train's a little late, so the B train's gonna come right in front, swoop it through to pick you up. I feel like in my intestine right now, there is about um about a foot worth of hot wings I ate earlier in the day. The ghost chili is like the A train, and it's moving its way. It's like someone going through a crowded room and busting through the crowd. Like, this will make its way out of my body before anything I've eaten in the last two weeks. <laughs> Any blockages I have for maybe uh, some cheese I ate three weeks ago is just getting pushed aside by the ghost chili, which, is, yeah. which is running like a, like a bullet train from Osaka through my rectum. <laughs> Now, before we started the show today, Buck and I went to Starbucks just to have like a little coffee, just to wake up and get get the throat going. Yep. And Buck, you got to see the skanky, blonde-haired girl that I'm not sure whether she's not a only. Punk- not only did I get to see her, she saw me, mm. and let's just say I felt uh, felt a little violated after I left. She was basically eye raping me. She was looking at you. Oh, she was checking me out, man. 
Because this is the skanky, blonde-haired girl that I've talked about before on the show that's kind of like, as a married man, I have to have some girl I fetishize and like semi-stock right. just to keep the hunter alive in me. I'm not going to cheat on her. And again, my wife has uh, life insurance now, so definitely I'm not cheating. Not going there. But this is the girl that I go and get coffee, and I talk to her, and her name starts with a K, and we make a little friendly conversation, and I, I try to like semi-flirt with her just to get it out of my system, and then I come back and I'm faithful to my wife. But Right. I thought, I thought she was kind of looking at me. Oh no! I mean, like I said, I rape and she was. I felt violated when I left, man. So I mean, you, th- you think she was into you? She was look, looking at me up and down like that. Yeah, like that? Like that? She was eye raping you, dude. Up she, and down. I thought she looked at my 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 bulge. No, I have my hipster pants on today. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. The skinny jeans. Oh yeah, is that her time? That's right. Oh, yeah. Every night she walks into my dreams Since I met her from the start I'm so proud that I'm the only one Who's special in her heart The girl is mine The doggone girl is mine I know she's mine The doggone girl is mine I don't understand the way you think Saying that she's yours, not mine Come on Sending roses and your silly dreams Really just a waste of time Cause she's mine Because the doggone girl is mine waste of time because the doggone girl is mine Buck, you don't know the bridge on this song. Well, I, I haven't heard it in like years. Elliot didn't know any of the song, so I don't feel so bad. Elliot had never heard the song The Girl never. Is Mine by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Yeah, no, I was completely lost. I yeah. remember the video more than the song, because weren't they just... No, that was Say Say Say. Jazzing around? <laughs> weren't they just doing that? That was the Say 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 video, Buck. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That was where uh, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney were like snake oil salesmen. Yes, yeah. yes, and they're like carnival carnies. Yeah, yeah. That was a great video and a great it was. Song. Say, say, say what you want. I think that was written by Paul, but it was on a Paul record. We'll sing that next show. Okay. Well, you know, I, I still think that uh, given the chance, she would. Uh, Telling you, I rate. I rate. So there's a trending topic on Twitter this week that I I couldn't help but not. Um, uh, want to bring to t- today's show now oh. on Twitter? I don't know if you and, and uh, Buck, you're on Twitter. I guess I haven't set up my account yet. I got a new. You I, have some friends that like listen to the show that have added. I got a few, you. I think. Yeah, yeah. So you're at tweeted like twice. Yeah, you're at Buck Perez. I'm at Todd A. Perry. I I, I tweet all the time. Todd with one D. And we have the at Far Out Podcast Twitter. So if you guys can join that. But uh, I saw a thing called a hashtag. And to people who don't use Twitter, a hashtag. Oops, a hashtag is like a, a topic, and then people respond to it, and then you can look up the hashtag, and it'll tell you everybody who's been responding to it. Huh. 
Now, usually the hashtags on Twitter is things that are usually trending in the news. It's like if somebody died that day or, you know, something big happened in the world. But there's always one that seems to be catered to, I think, in the advertising world, what we call the urban community. Now, I don't want to sound like racist or whatever, but it's kind of like, it, it's written that way. It's kind of hip hoppy type of trending stuff. And I found the one the other day, and I had to look at all the responses because it was completely hilarious. And it was called, White People Be Doing Stuff Like. <laughs> and then people responded to shit that white people are doing. Now, um, on the show, we have myself, Todd Perry, who is a white guy. And True. We, yeah. And we have Elliot Dagan, who is a white guy. Very. And we have very, Buck. Very pale. Buck Perez, who's like three quarters white guy and like a quarter Latino. Mustachio Indian. Oh. No. Mustachio Indian. Is that Mexican or? I don't know. <laughs> they have mustaches. It's Perez. Yes. Perez. It's Perez. You have, you have the uh, Latino version of Perry, basically, is your last name. <laughs> basically. Yeah. With and, a little accent mark over the Well, Yeah. So I wondered if we could, you know, use this roundtable discussion. And we're, we're a show that has people of lots of different ethnicities come on the show. So, you know, but podcasts tend to be white folk. I, and I think that we got to reverse this trend. We have Oscar, who's a Cubano, who comes on the show. We've had Youngblood, who's a brother. We, you know, we, we've been a little diverse on the show. But I wanted to... Yeah, that's it, though. We had those two, and that's it. <laughs> Everyone else... We had Q. K- Kira's Jewish. Kira, yeah, Kira's you Jewish. You never hear a Jewish person on a podcast. Never. No. That does <laughs> not happen. And especially happen. of all the uh, podcasts of community, uh, comedians in L.A., in, talking to comedians in L.A., which I think at this point people are getting a little annoyed that every podcast is some comedian talking to another comedian about comedy. Lots of and it is. that's why we have topics on this show. But so the responses to white people be doing stuff like I figured maybe if we could I'll throw some out and we can actually vote on whether we're actually doing that to just to make sure the urban hashtag to take it to take it to task a little bit and see if it's correct or incorrect because I want to know because people tend not to say racist stuff around white people if really (laughs) like I mean not so much it's kind of like people you know talk about in their own community. About problems they have with white people, and I figure if maybe we can bring it up. We can we can help release some racial tension in this world. Because white people be tripping. Yes, that would be another urban hashtag. White people be tripping. So okay, we got one right here. White people be doing stuff like eating brie and crackers. Are they taken? I am actually not a fan of brie, but I have eaten brie and crackers from time to time at a white person party. Yes, white people be bringing the brie and crackers. Yeah. Buck, Buck Press. Oh, many a time, yes. You like it? I, I have brie on the truck that I work on, but crackers I have to smuggle on so I can enjoy my brie and crackers. Crackers be eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it happens, okay? I, I know a guy who actually owns a brie company. That actually oh. sells baked breeze in Malibu. That's oh, a white motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he sells them in Malibu, and he said Owen Wilson came by his uh, business the other day in Malibu, and Owen Wilson was stoned as a motherfucker at like 10 in the morning and uh, was looking at the brie and like sampling it, and he was like, oh, Mr. Wilson, would you like some brie? And he's like, yeah, that's some, <laughs> yeah, that's some brie there. Yeah, it's I, Midnight in Paris, Oscar winner, you know? <laughs> like, and he, Owen Wilson just walked by, but I think Owen Wilson, who's like the ultimate white guy, I think he, he could not resist brie and crackers. Of course. I, I like brie and crackers. Like mouse, unless they put pine nuts in it. Fuck that shit. Pine nuts are some bullshit. It, it totally ruins. It fucks up brie to me. 
Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that. that. You're you're hitting a realm that's of white staunch, that I'm not even familiar that's with. That's a very staunch stance on that shit too. All right, so we got uh, we got maybe Buck and I like the brie and crackers. Elliot, not so much. Down with. All right, next, uh, white people be doing stuff like stuffing animals and hanging them in their living room. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, Do you, is is that like taxidermy? Are they talking about taxidermy? Yeah, like maybe shit you so. shot. I think this is relegated to the realm of the really rich white guy because whenever yeah. you walk into the office of like the man. Anybody known who looks like the man, like that kind of New- Gingrich-looking white guy? There's a bear. Yeah, they always have this stuff. Polar yeah, bear, like, like a bear. Every, yeah. <laughs> like when undercover brother goes to take on the man, usually he's got a stuffed polar bear next mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I'm not really into the whole like killing animal shit. So no, mm. I don't have that. Although I would like to have a jackalope possibly in the garage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but see, I'm being said, you if you had a chance would do it. I wouldn't you, kill the animal, but I would purchase the dead animal. I, I think that's the thing. Uh, I don't think, you know, African Americans, black people, even want to consider that. They don't even no. want. Yeah, they wouldn't even do it if they could. I don't you think know, if ever, they could afford to do it. I, if I could afford to do it, I would have Polly fully your dog. Yeah, I would. I would have had her stuffed. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Is it? I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Like a do- I've never seen a white guy with a dog in the living room. Well, if I took her for walks, it might get kind of weird. But yeah. that, would, that would just be the first week of taking a her for a walk. It's kind of a drag. Then, 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 then they'd get used to me dragging her around the park, yes. But I feel like if they were, if you lived in a really predominantly white neighborhood and they found you dragging your dead stuffed dog, I think people would stop and pet it and say, oh, what breed is that? Exactly. Well, you saw Polly. She was a cute dog. Yeah, it was a cute dog. Yeah. I got to say, there is a uh, taxidermy TV show on cable Ooh. and... It is all white people. <laughs> Toddlers and taxidermy. <laughs> wow. They got that now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like, I, I, I'm into the idea if I, like, let's say someone taxidermied a humpback whale. Like, I, like, it would be awesome or like a dolphin if I had that in the top of, like, the rafters of the garage. Oy. Like, you go into a museum and they always have the whale above you. Like in Port of Long Beach, yeah. No yeah, like in Port of Long Beach. Yeah. Like, if I had that right here, right next to my Raiders flag, like, just a big-ass whale. And possibly, I'd like a whale that was graffitied. Like somebody, <laughs> somebody mobbed on the whale. Like, all right, number number three here. White people be doing stuff like cracking. Uh, <clears throat> white people be doing stuff like cracking a corny ass office joke, but everybody laugh. Ah, uh, that's what she said. Mm, that's a corny ass office joke. Yeah, that is. Yeah, on a white people TV show. Okay. Oh, what 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 shows that? The Office. Oh, did they say that on The Office? That's what she said. You don't watch any of The Office. I've seen it a couple times. I liked it, and I've seen a couple of the UK one, but I've never, I haven't really invested in it. I've seen like every fucking episode. I love the UK one. I couldn't get into you the. Couldn't uh, get into it. No, nah, I couldn't get into the American. Come one. on, man. I've seen both. I love both. It's one of my favorite shows, and I yeah. feel real weirded out right now. Like everyone's staring at me. Two so white people the- looking at you. <laughs> <in the> office, <laughs> but I do love this show. Yeah. Now I about they, they, they want black character on it. <laughs> one they have a twin on, character. It's better than Seinfeld, where they lived in no black people New York, which I I don't think exists. Right? Don't, did you ever notice that? Yeah, they lived in a black free New York. Which uh, is no, that's weird. not true. The owner of Reggie's was black. Okay. okay. Reggie's the the restaurant they always were at. Oh yeah. <laughs> the one. I'm sorry. The, on the one. Yeah, but he was well represented. He was a business owner. There you go. I um, I I work in an office, and I'm the white guy cracking the corny ass jokes. But I feel like my humor's a little better. Like it, it's it's a little bit deeper. But I am known to stand up. Is it? And there are oh, cubicles God, st- where I'm sitting there writing at work, and I will stand up every once in a while. You get everyone's like, attention, don't you? 
What's the deal with the uh, oh, printer over gosh. here? You know, like the other day we were having wine Fridays. We're like, we crack open the wine, and have some <laughs> brie and cheese, and drink wine at work. Right? It's an advertising agency. Like you get bombed sometimes at work. And I was like, so uh, who's the first person here who's gonna photocopy their ass? And uh, everybody laughed. And uh, but I have to I have to relegate that the problem is with the white guy cracking the corny ass joke is when you're in an office. You have to keep the humor at a corny-ass level. Like, I'm not going to start working some in-depth humor. Like, you're not going to start working the meta humor on the office. So I'd like to apologize for all white people who crack corny-ass jokes in the office. Now, to the ones who just don't quite have their game right and aren't getting laughs, tut-tut, I say. No good to you. But, yeah, I'm doing that all the time. Like, I am guilty. So, yes, that part of stuff white people be doing things like is is totally correct. Um, Next thing is... uh, White people be doing stuff like naming their kids after cities. Oh, oh, okay. I see that. I do know one guy who works with me. Kid's name's Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's, that's an older name, though, I got to say. Oh, like the Beckham's name, the kid Brooklyn. There's kids named Austin. There's kids named like Dakota. Um Long Beach, I don't know, but you know, you know, I, I do have Torrance, to say- like all of the the cheerleader movies that they had with like Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, it was, one was called Torrance. Yeah. They, they're named Torrance, Carson, Whittier. They're all named after. Sorry, my wife watches. I didn't all notice the this. Yeah, how many times have you watched that? They're shit? all named after cities. He's like dissected it. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, I want to, I want to name my first kid like Pacoima, <laughs> Pacoima Perry. <laughs> Jiminy. Pasadena Perry, boy or girl? Yeah, pa- Hawthorne boy or girl? Yeah. Bakersfield Perry. Ooh, that like, sounds like a great artist. Jackson Pollock, Lomita Perez, Lomita Perez. That that'd be pretty good. But yeah, white people do be doing stuff like naming their kids after cities. Uh, next thing, uh, white people be doing stuff like drinking milk. I do love milk. <laughs> milk is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I find, I know many people that find that I still drink milk. Like if I did it. Socially, I worked at this one place for a while. You socially where, drink milk, like you yes, go to bars, exactly. Like, you're like exactly. Like a clockwork. Orange. It was it was embarrassing, I guess. You're but, like John Wayne billing up to the bar and being like, "Give me a glass of look, milk." This is I was I was kind of John Wayne or whatever Mad Many. I would before my shift have steak, uh, macaroni, <laughs> macaroni and cheese, and broccoli, which I mixed together and invented and came up. Bracken cheese or macarole, macarole, however you want to say it. Yes, uh, and That's a, total a big, wait, wait, a wait, big glass of milk. White people what? be doing stuff like eating bracarole. <laughs> <laughs> bracarole, yeah. Like that's white mom food right there. That's right up there with goulash in terms of like that's some white people. Food. That's good stuff, man. And I'd have a big tall glass of milk. And I know these waitresses at the place are like, oh my god! Like if, I, if they walked by and saw me drinking milk, they were just. Horrified. That's a white aphrodisiac. <laughs> Braccaroni. Braccaroni. <laughs> I was trying to attract some chicks. Yeah. Uh, people out there who aren't white who listen to the show, you like. Let's say you want to you want to take a, a white chick out that you met, right? And maybe you get her drunk at the bar and you tell her, you know, when you're you're at the my place or yours conversation of the night, you'd be like. I have some braccaroni and milk at home. And she'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. You put macaroni and broccoli in the same shit? And that, that woman's yours. You could turn her white ass out that night. No, Todd, the girl is mine. Yo, you could totally impress another white person if you buy a bottle of milk in a glass container. They will oh, yeah. lose their shit. Old school, man. That's old school. 
They will know that's good shit. They'll be like, that is good milk. Let's, let's say you start dating a white woman. And maybe just like, you know, some people leave flowers. If you, a glass of milk, like a milkman. <laughs> like man. a milkman. <laughs> so romantic. He left me, but he knew that I, I only drink 1%. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, the problem is I would drink more milk, but I have a white person problem, which is too much dairy. It's a little bad on my system. You know, if I have too much dairy, I, I, I feel like I get kind of bloated and my, my tummy hurts. That's actually not a white person problem, believe it or not. Oh, Asian people tend to be lactose uh, intolerant. Actually, most people other than white people, white people are the least lactose intolerant. I have an Asian intestine. <laughs> All right. White people be doing stuff like wearing flip flops and T-shirts. <laughs> white people be doing stuff like wearing flip flops and T-shirts in Ice Age winter. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend is definitely rocking uh, flip flops today, and it is a shitty cold day. I think we can all agree. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like sixty gnarly. degrees in LA today. Yeah. Ugh. So, flip flops and just walking around. Yup. See, I I can't not have socks on. Yeah. When I'm doing my daily. Yeah. You know, I gotta have socks on. When Buck's making his run, <laughs> Buck's got his flip flops and socks on in a robe, and he's so, at but the, that's the why, belly. That's, that's why flip flops don't work for me because I need <laughs> socks. Yeah, profusely sweaty feet. Oh yeah, you've got the creepy sweaty feet. And Thanks a lot. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do suffer from the uh, extremities. Feel right now. Feel feel it. Yeah. Nothing. Clammy. Nothing. It's nothing. No, that's that's perfect. It's, it's fine it's, now. Yeah, yeah. I have bad moments, okay? Right. Where it is profusely sweaty. If you met, let's. I, I'm thinking one day we're gonna have like a, a listener <sighs> event where we're gonna have like drinks and just say we're gonna be at X bar at X time. If you guys are interested in this, email <laughs> us at sir. show yeah. at faroutpodcast.com and we'll set one up. But uh, where people in the LA area or whatever could come out and meet the show. Now the thing is, if you shake Buck's hand during a normal day, it feels like he committed a crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> Buck's I hand did something is, wrong. Buck can whack off without lube. <laughs> Self lubricating, my friend. Yeah, but yeah, I've always had this problem. I, I, I go to church and literally I fear the moment where we have to say the Our Father, where we have to hold hands. I do. I fear it. Um, I've had that because I've had this incident my whole life. Like my hands are profusely sweaty. I'm waiting for that moment. I'm like Jesus Christ. Uh, Did you say that in church? <laughs> yes, Jesus Christ. Please ask for it. Please, please. Do, yes, I have. Don't let my hands be sweaty right now. Shade them all, dude. Standing right next to me. Just at least a left hand. Just don't let the left hand be sweaty. And of course it is. It's clammy as fuck. And I got to stand there like this. And then it's like this. And they're still holding hands. And you're like, Jesus, it's, it's done at this point. And then it's always this at the end. I'm sorry. Can't see it. But it's always a just horrible rub. <laughs> <laughs> the rub on the jeans or, or whatever it is at the time to get your stank hand off. The, uh, they always look at you doing it too. Oh, God. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so, yeah, that that was basically my moments in church, though. Like, you know, this is the one place where I'm supposed to feel, you know, <clears throat> at peace with the maker. Right. You know, and it, it is literally one of the most uncomfortable situations I would have to go through all the time. So I say, you know, what you should do is you should purchase a pelt. Like, and you should hang it from your belt so you look like like a Davy Crockett. And okay. then right before you go to shake somebody's hand, you just hit the pelt real quick, just like hang off your belt, like by your pocket. <laughs> it still doesn't help, Todd. I've, I've tried the last minute, like, oh God, please. And yeah. nothing. During the thing, I'm sweating. I did go to this one church once where, I think it was this year. I just, I'm like, oh, I should go, I should go to church. I wasn't by my local one, but it was like 530. I went, it was over by Redondo Beach. And during the thing, during the because you say the Our Father, you know, once every time, they did not hold hands. Really? I don't know what it was. 
It was like my church. Maybe they heard about you. It was a church for maybe. It was a church for me. And I'm like, all right, fuck, I got to hold this dude. What? No one's holding hands. No one's holding hands. Like, it was the greatest, it was one of the greatest times of my life. They should put that on their literature when they're trying to get other congregants <laughs> yeah. to come to the church. Like, sweaty palms. Like, in Welcome. Long Beach, in Long Beach, they have the thing where it's like, if you're gay, don't worry about it. We're cool with you at this church. You'd be like, sweaty palms. That's fine. And that could be their niche. Yeah. The sweaty palms church. And then Dude. you guys can have sweaty palm Sunday. <laughs> all right, like it, it worked it worked all right what else do white people be doing stuff like um white people be doing stuff like clapping at the end of a movie and leaving the theater quietly <laughs> guilty as charged yeah. i will i will at the end like you ever have that awkward moment at the end and this may be a, a white person thing at the end of a movie like like uh, after i saw midnight in paris the woody you wanted allen movie. to clap for that really yeah, it was like white people be doing stuff like watching Woody Allen movies in the theater. Oof, yeah. But it was before a Prince show, so it wasn't the whitest night of my life. But it was before the Prince show. I was killing time because Prince went on at midnight. I, I went to go see uh, Midnight in Paris, which I really liked. And uh, after the movie, there was that break where the you know the credits come up in that Woody Allen font. And I was like... And then everybody clapped. And everybody walked out of the theater silently. There's no one discussing the film. Like everybody waited till they got to their car to be like, you know, I really thought the guy who played Ernest Hemingway was quite uh, quite good, and I really liked the way Woody wrote the one uh, the run on sentences when he spoke. Like, I don't know, you, Ellie, do you ever clap after a movie? I've never clapped after a movie unless someone who made the movie or was involved was there. Oh, oh, like it was like a screening. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, because if they're not there what the fuck am i clapping for i don't clap after i listen to like i don't put like an album in my car and be like yes yes that was brilliant great album yeah and then walk silently to work do you think spielberg all the time like he's like oh shit is that more applause i hear yeah no one's clapping (laughs) what is it he just has little mics in the theater so I'm thinking maybe maybe at the movies like if you went to the movie at the hood in the hood like if you went to the Magic Johnson theater like on Crenshaw like people aren't clapping at the end of a movie like if there's a good movie like when when Midnight I, in Paris is at the Magic Johnson theater no one's clapping. I saw what is it uh, Pluto? Pluto Pluto Nash, Nash? no no uh, Hugo Hugo, Hugo okay. I saw Hugo yeah and people applauded after that all right yeah I thought it was a pretty good movie but I didn't applaud. Yeah, you didn't. You kept your hands in your pockets. In the pockets, well, sweaty, to, to fair, <laughs> sweaty. Yes, to be fair, you, you didn't want to, like like water to splash all over the place when you did it, motherfucker. You didn't it's, want people. To there be was like, a splash zone around you, or what? <laughs> yes, like a shampoo take. Yeah. There's a fucking splash zone around me. Like that guy really put some butter on his popcorn. Johnny <laughs> crickets. All right, next. White people be doing stuff like putting sugar on grapefruit and eating it with a spoon. What? Okay, so. You, of course, know Jared, yes. a black friend of ours. Yes, yeah, so one of our the, brother friends. Yeah, he introduced sugar on grapefruit and eating it with a spoon to me. To you? Really? Wow. Yeah. I thought that was the standard way of eating grapefruit. Hashtag that back, man. Yeah. Jared, you had Jared be doing stuff like <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is also that. Uh, you know what? I here's the thing. I don't do that that often, but I don't eat breakfast. But I, when I do see people doing it on TV, or like people do this frequently on commercials or on Lifetime movies with the grapefruit and the sugar, I frequently think I should do that. And then I think, would that work with a lime or possibly a lemon in the morning? Why grapefruit? Uh, well, you know, a lime is about what an inch. <sighs> Yeah, it's true. Lemon's a little bit bigger, and they're uh, both like 10 times sour as fuck. Yeah. Those fruits, all of them you just mentioned, don't appeal to me whatsoever. No, like, you know, not, no, no. not on my palate. 
I, I'd like the idea Not of doing about. it. That's some shit my wife would do. My wife would definitely like hack in half a grapefruit. But uh, it'd be awesome if I woke up and we had a machete hacking <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> and hack and throw a little bit of, but but no no. My wife would do it, but she put Splenda on it, which would be the ultimate white move, which is throwing a little bit of aspartame on top of the grapefruit to make it taste right. All right, next uh, we have white people be doing stuff like having funerals for their pets. Buck Perez, have you, did you have a funeral for Polly? Because you had the ashes. You literally brought in your dog's ashes to this show. Yes. No, me and my uh, stepdad will probably do some kind of commencement ceremony. I can invite the priest. I'm thinking of Europe. Well, I do know one or two priests. Yeah, that new Polly. Polly was the dog of dog of dogs. So, well, probably I don't know. I'm thinking off the bow of a boat. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll dispose of my dog off off into the ocean that way. Okay. Yeah. Did your dog like to swim in the ocean? Not at all. Why people be doing stuff like bringing the dog <laughs> to the beach as well? I did that a lot. Yeah. 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 I uh, I had a when uh, Mister Bentley, who was my tortoise hatchling that I had, that was a. Um, exotic tortoise that uh, passed away because he, he was sick when I got him so I had him for about th- three months and then he, he died it was very expensive <laughs> and he, he died and uh, my wife and I we did have a funeral and we buried him in the backyard beneath our lime tree so we did have a, a, a little memorial ceremony yeah and I said a, a couple uh, non-denominational non-religious specific uh, words and we buried him and uh, I think we buried him with some of the food he liked. Like, he liked... Um, no, you indie. said non-denominational. Yes. It's kind of insulting. Well, no, it was just... The, I didn't the, know what religion the, man the was tortoise a, was. The man was a staunch Muslim. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know if you'd, I don't know if you'd know him as well as I did, but... Damn, oh, that, that's why he didn't eat pork. Damn, that turtle was fucking extreme, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he had a bow tie... On one time I saw him. He was nation of Islam. <laughs> he was into it, man. Mr. Bentley tried to sell me a bean pie. Yeah, for me <laughs> bean pie once, yeah. It was happening. All right, next thing. White people be doing stuff like getting drunk at a football game, passing out, and then letting some other drunk guy put his nuts on you. <laughs> Fair. No, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't, think, I don't think brothers or Mexican people are teabagging each other. I think that's the realm of the drunk white person. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I I actually have never been exposed to it in either area. So, sure. All right, all right. We got our last one. And uh, white people be doing stuff like buying them ugly ass soccer mom looking ass sunglasses. And uh, <laughs> my wife is guilty of this. Uh, my wife, white chicks like big sunglasses, Ugh. like those big Ray Ban. No, they're just like no. big. The oh, Elton John looking I motherfucking got you, things. I got you, yeah, I got you. and they'll pay like three hundred bucks for the goddamn. That's ridiculous. Like plastic. No, my wife has cheap ones, but my wife, seriously, if it's sunny out, my wife has the sunglasses that go down to like the bottom of your lips. Have you ever seen, and this happens out here in LA, I don't know if anywhere else, the Asian women who drive around with like the... The visor? <laughs> yeah, like the, oh, yeah, like they're fucking welding and they're like driving around with that fucking thing on. Like it's ridiculous. They have the... They have like the gloves, like they're handling right. like radioactive material, and then they have the fucking visor on because they don't want any sun whatsoever. No sun. I think those are the people that survive Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. There wasn't that many, was it? Yeah, no, I do see it all the time. There's a woman who has the visor that looks like she just like welded together the fucking Queen Mary. Right. Who's like 90 years old, who might have been the same age when the Queen Mary was created. And she walks up in them very slowly, up and down the street. And she has the 
big. She has a, a large, like a beekeeper hat. And <laughs> That's then, what I'm saying. Yeah. And then a, a she looks like the stormtroopers on Hoth, and she has a big thing that goes over the face. And I wonder about that. But you do see that around LA. I don't know if it's an LA thing or whatever, but you see white chicks with just massive sunglasses so that they look kind of like a, a bug. Yeah, I gotta say that is the single most unattractive thing a like a hot woman can do to themselves is get the, a pair of those fucking glasses because yeah. they could have on the hottest shit. They could be in like a nasty bikini with like a rocking bod, and then when you get to the face, you just hit it with that. Right. Yeah. No, I, I I see it all the time. My 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 wife is a major culprit of this, so I uh, I, uh, I I apologize to all people who were offended by white people in big sunglasses. So I'd like to hope that everybody walked away from this show not thinking that we were doing racist material, but we were kind of... Of course not. ...explaining white people to people by three white people on a podcast, which is, uh, you know, a stereotype. White people be doing stuff like recording podcasts in their garage. (laughs) I'd like to thank Buck Perez. Hashtag, thank you. And I'd like to thank announcer Elliot Dagan. Hashtag, thank you. And my name is Todd Perry saying, Akbaka, Baka Chaka. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne